So welcome back, this is Julianne with Life Edit and Design. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the Christmas planner and planning an awesome Christmas. So if you've tuned into the last two videos, we just did a part one and part two on what to expect with this holiday season, the trends, and some of the things that you're gonna be faced with and the big scope being plan early and do a lot more planning than you've done in the past. Plan your gifts, plan your shipping, your shopping, you name it, and then plan your events because your traditional events have gone away. So we are gonna be talking today about the Christmas planner, my favorite. Um, this is my digital planner that I just showed you. If you're listening to the podcast, you have to insert the visual. Um, but the, we're gonna be talking about the Christmas planner, but you can also use this if you don't have the planner. I'm gonna give you enough tips in here that you can do your own thing and your own planners. Um, but again, I have this whole favorite planner of mine uh, on my Etsy shop at Life Edit and Design in the Etsy world, but I wanted to go through this with you and give you lots of ideas on what you can plan this Christmas. So let's jump into um, kind of what you want to do to have a great Christmas. So the first thing you want to do is kind of look at your calendars, November and December. Obviously that, that the holiday season kicks off with Thanksgiving, but it also kicks off a little bit sooner um, as you're leading into Thanksgiving, getting ready, you know, the stores have all changed over and the, the holiday decor will be up and you want to plan well in advance of this. So if the holiday decorations are hitting the stores, you moved, you missed the boat this year, get going. You want to, you want to be ahead of the holiday decorations this year because you really are going to need to do some extra effort and some extra prep to be ready for this post-COVID holiday season. It's gonna be a little bit different. So in your planners, you're gonna to wanna to have a calendar for November, a calendar for December, ready to go so that you can start putting in things now. Obviously, you're not gonna know everything, but because there are so few scheduled events, like in the past, where you had all the school activities to go by, this is really the calendar is back in your control. So for the uh, Enneagram type eight, you're gonna love this because you're in control this year because you're not going by anybody else's plans. It's your plan, you're in control because there are no other events. So get your events on the calendar first and let family, friends know what you're planning so they can work around you. Why not? You're ahead of the game, you've done the planning, you should get first dibs on the dates. So you wanna you know, get a look at you know, where does Christmas fall this year? Um, how are you gonna plan work backwards? Where does Thanksgiving fall? How are you gonna plan and work backwards from that? Just so you have a sense of how many events you wanna put on, what activities you wanna be doing. Again, it's not gonna be too overwhelming. If you look at um, where things are gonna fall this year, you really have maybe six weekends that you're going to kind of fall under your pur purview of things that you're going to want to create events for. Six events isn't that big a deal when you think about the fact that you're going to have to break your family into smaller groups. You know, we talked about in the last episode, you're going to have smaller events, more intimate events, because you may not want to put them all in the same room. So that's really not overwhelming. And you can definitely put on your creative hat. We gave you a lot of ideas in the last video on what you can do. So. But as we jump into this video, I wanna talk a little bit about getting yourself ready for this plan. And before you even hit the stores, before you do all that, um, the first thing we wanna talk about is your holiday budget. So you know, money might be in a different situation for you this time around because you know, maybe you were out of work for a long period of time or maybe sales are very much down for you whatever it is, money might not be the same as it has been in the past for you. And if it is the same, that's great. Budgeting is always important. So what you wanna do is kind of look at those big categories. Um, and again, this will, will guide you right through the, the budget categories, but think about um, how much you wanna spend on gifts, how much you wanna spend on entertainment, how much you wanna spend on food, um, 
how much do you want to spend on shipping <laughs> if you if you have to do a lot of shipping things like that so come up with those big categories i mean gifts probably is the biggest and then probably food secondary to that but how how much do you, can you allocate to those events and then you can work backwards into that by looking at your budget for those events and then you have a budget worksheet in here and you know at home you want to do that as well if you don't have this planner create your own and kind of start to keep track of what you're spending in each category. So if you have a lot of people to buy for, let's just come up, I'm just gonna use big numbers just to make them easy. So say you had a $1,000 Christmas budget, which woohoo, yay. Um, you might wanna say, okay, 500 is on my immediate family and I have 500 to spend on all the other people I have to buy for and that includes maybe sending out cards or something like that. So you'd work backwards and say, okay, if I have 500 to spend on my family, I have four family members, I have you know, $125 to spend on each family member. So you can kind of work backwards and start to come up with your budget that way because it's going to be important you don't want to overspend you don't want to be in debt as a result of the holiday season that's not what this is the holidays aren't meant for that and if you're looking at it you say okay i have 125 dollars and you know i usually have one big present and maybe six seven smaller presents something like that then you want to look at how can you stretch your budget and we talked how crafts and homemade gifts are going to be such a big deal this year so you really want to be thinking all right what, what can i do what kind of crafts am i going to do and then think backwards okay what are the coupons I'm going to use? Um, you know, I can go to Michael's, Joann's, whatever. They have, you know, some, the coupons are starting to get better. They, they had dropped to about 20%, but now they're starting to creep back up to some of the bigger coupons, the 40, 50% off. Um, so smart shopping, you may have to make more trips so you can use more coupons. But if you have a plan, you know what crafts you're going to make or what homemade gifts you're going to make, and you know how much you can afford to spend, now you can be thrifty and start working on your budget backwards. So in the beginning, $1,000 sounded like a you know huge Christmas budget, but then when you look at it and break it down, you're like, oh, I have $125 and I have to get a big gift and a bunch of small gifts. Wouldn't it be nice if some of those homemade gifts really only cost you a few dollars? That's pretty good. So, and they're heartfelt. They're not like you went to the dollar store and just bought the easiest thing you could find. And there's nothing wrong with the dollar store. You might wanna go there to find frames and you're just gonna print photos. What a great gift. Yeah, we talked about the photo album for the grandparents because they're gonna miss so many events this year. Um, that if they just have photos of your kids and you put it in a pretty album, you do a little bit of scrapbooking. You don't have to spend a ton and I bet you have stickers tucked away somewhere. You don't need to go to Michael's and reload up on a whole bunch of new stickers. Use what you've got. Um, have the kids draw pictures and put that in a photo album. You know, cute drawings that they can put on their own refrigerator. Again, for those people that are in the nursing home where you can't get in and visit them, you can really come up with some really nice, heartfelt things that don't cost a lot of money. And also be thinking about those food gifts, you know, the, the things you can put in mason jars, the different brownie mixes and you know, cookie mixes, the different dried soup ingredients you can put in. Think along those lines. If you're gonna can this year and you wanna do jams and jellies and sauces, these are inexpensive gifts that will go a long way. You know, they don't toss a lot and they can look really magnificent and you don't need to be running to the big box store and doing all that. Get your supplies now and think about your gifts. So you really wanna start with your budget, work backwards, get an idea how much you can afford to spend on each person or on each gift and where can you really maximize your dollars. So that's your budgets and that leads right into the next section which is gifts and shopping. Be smart about it. Look for the deals. Once you know, say you know you're gonna do um, a bunch of photo albums this year. So look for the deals on the photo albums. You know, that's a great place. You don't always have to go to Michael's and um, you know, the craft stores. Sometimes the dollar stores have some really nice um, albums or Five Below. Sometimes you can find some there. Um, even as the, they pop up, like TJ Maxx, you never know what you're gonna find in there. Um, and Marshalls, sometimes you just go through. And right now, everything seems very picked over. It's, there's just, we talked about in the first video, how there's a very low inventory on products right now. But 
keep your eye out. Now you know what you're looking for. You can kind of have a hit list, you know, either put this, you know, GoodNotes is an app that comes on your phone as well. Um, and, or you can just do a quick shopping list and just always have your eye open. Like these are some five, six things I need. And you can even en enroll your family members, you know, hey, if you come across a great deal on photo albums, let me know so I can go check it out or take some pictures and I'll tell you which one to pick up in the store for me. That kind of thing, you know, you don't have to do it all on your own get people involved but be thinking about your gifts and shopping and you know create a list of what you think you might provide you might give different people the more you'll be thinking in advance the more you can plan and get those best deals and stay within your budget so be thinking okay what, what's the big gift going to be now i'll be on the hunt for it um, and i'll know if i see a special deal i know to grab it again we talked about in the first video um, for the the shopping season don't wait for black friday i, I don't think you're going to see the sales you're used to seeing so Use coupons instead, shop early, get the things secured because they're probably not going to be around by the time Black Friday rolls around. Stores are going to be depleted. There's not going to be a whole lot of stock and things to choose from. So think homemade, shop early, think coupons. So get your gift ideas and think about the gifts that you might have to give to friends, to coworkers. Um, so I have three different gift lists. I have a family gift list, I have a friend's gift list, and I have like the others, the people that you might want to just give small tokens to, which again, the gift cards are always good. And again, we talked about in the, um, the uh, first video on gifting to think digital. Things that don't require any shipping are great. So if you want to give an Audible subscription, you want to give uh, some kind of ma digital magazine subscription, iTunes gift cards, um, the App Store gift cards, things like that, where they don't have to ship the products to themselves. You don't have to worry about things not arriving in time. So gift cards and digital gifts are going to be a great um, bonus for you this year that get you out of trouble. Anything shipped from China, order it today because the chances of you actually getting that within two months is slim. Everything is slowed down. So make sure that you give yourself enough time, get your gift ideas down, and then get them when you can. Um, and then also don't forget about yourself because you know you need to shop early. Don't forget to create your own wish list for other people because they're gonna be asking you and if you can give them those gift ideas earlier, then they have a chance to shop for you and you're taking the pressure off of them. So if there's Etsy shops you love, you can create a list. Amazon, you can create a list and share those lists with people so that they can take the pressure off themselves too by shopping early, especially if you have kids and you have grandparents that wanna get gifts and they never know what to get. Toys are gonna be in high demand this year and short supply. So getting those ideas out to family members early, you're gonna be doing everybody a favor. You wanna lower the stress this season. We've got enough going on that if you can do things and get those lists out to people earlier, um, yourself and your family, you're gonna make their lives easier as well. So you're doing the work of creating the heartfelt gifts, but you're also doing a little bit of work for them so that it takes the pressure off of them and they feel good about giving gifts this year, but they're not gonna be stressed because there's just not any to buy. So that's kind of the gift giving, the budgeting, the preparing side. So that's why I want you to kind of start with that, get your head wrapped around that. And then once you feel pretty good about that, then let's move into some of the things, the holiday events that you're gonna be doing. Um, I have a section called the Holiday Kitchen. So you wanna be thinking about, you know, what are you going to bake this year? I mean, everybody loves baking at the holidays. You're spending more time in the house, so this is a great activity. And it's one of those events that you can invite, you know, a grandmother or an aunt somebody else to do and, and do it with your kids. So you can have a baking night. Even if you're baking in separate kitchens, you can all get on FaceTime and be like, okay, we're, I'm gonna make cookies. You know, um, I'm making chocolate chip cookies, you're making snickerdoodles. And we're just joking and laughing through the baking process. You know, if you've baked something for so many times, it it's, doesn't take a lot of thought on your end. You know, jumping on a FaceTime and having conversations while you're baking is pretty easy for you. 
that's a great activity so that you think about you're including other people, they can hear your kids laughing, they can be a part of the event, they can see the kitchen disasters or whatever's going on, and now you've involved a grandparent or somebody else who can't be there to participate with you, or have them come over and have everybody do it together. So be thinking about how your kitchen, your holiday kitchen, can be part of the celebration. And then you also wanna be thinking about your menu planning. So what are you going to do for the meals that you're gonna share with other people? Um, how can you make it, um, what can you do to make it in advance so you're not so crazy? You know, anything you can prep in the freezer, any kind of casserole things that you can already have done, ready to go, and you don't need to spend, you know, that day of the, an event actually prepping some of those foods, get all that food prep out of the way. Also be thinking about um, what you can do, because you might flip the, flip the script a little bit. Instead of people coming to you for a meal, you might actually spend a day where you make um, a full meal but then portion it off and send it off to different relatives who maybe are in a nursing home and you can't spend time with them you can't get in to be with them but that doesn't mean you couldn't make up a few meals to drop off and so that everybody can have a meal together and you could even do the FaceTime then so you've dropped off the meal they can have the staff reheat it for them if that's not violating any rules and then they can have the same meal you're having and everybody's on FaceTime so you got to think a little bit differently about how you're using your kitchen and how you can create the most joy for everybody. How can you involve them with your meals? Again, we talked about in the last video how to make smaller events, more intimate events. So you're going to spend a little bit more time on your menu, but they don't have to be as elaborate as in past years. So think about food prep. What can you do? Think about food sharing where you're not violating. You know, stick with whatever rules are out there for the nursing homes or the, your elderly uh, family that you can't visit. Think about how you can get food to them so that they can share a meal with you, but not in the same room with you. And then think about smaller, more intimate events where you can bring in some, uh, maybe some elderly or at-risk family members, but they're not being exposed to as many people. Um, if you have little kids, they're gonna be germ magnets, I'm sorry. That's just, they're in schools, they're exposed to a lot of people. Um, but maybe if you have older kids or kids that aren't in the workforce or you're just um, you know, a couple, those events might be safer for you to bring in some of your elderly or at-risk people so they can just have an intimate dinner with you and avoid being with the kids. Maybe the kids are out doing something else and you just have a, an intimate dinner with just um, you know, your parents and you don't have the kids there. Think about that, just you, you gotta really be different this year. And when it comes to your holiday kitchen, don't think of the traditional, don't think of the same old, same old. Think about how you're gonna do it differently this year. So in here we have a memory plan, uh, excuse me, a menu planner and a grocery list. And then we're gonna move on to things to do. Fun, 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 fun. So that's where the projects really come in. So we've got the gifting out of the way, but some of those gifts are gonna overlap into projects to do. So what can you do with your kids that is a fun project? Maybe, you know, you're gonna make birdhouses and send those as gifts. That can be a fun thing to have all the kids come in together and, you know, you're in charge of painting, you're in charge of gluing or nailing or, you know, using the nail gun, whatever it is that is uh, age appropriate for your, your kids. Um, but take some of your gift making and turn that into projects that your family can be involved in. So if you're doing scrapbooking, it can be an overwhelming task, right? We know how hard scrapbooking could be. But if you've kind of got the page elements, why not let your kids put them together? So you've kind of got the theme and you've got, got the embellishments thought out. Maybe it won't be exactly how you would do it, but that's part of the charm. Let them do, you know, decorate up the page, lay it out the way that they see fit, but you've already kind of given them something. You should give them an idea of the theme. So your gifting can turn into projects and things to do. Um, activities, gonna be very important if you have little kids. And it's important for us as adults too, because again, we've lost so many of those traditional activities that are gonna be canceled this year. 
So what can you do? You know, there's, as you go into fall, you know, there's the apple picking and things like that that you can do. But maybe one of the big things that you've done in the past was charity-based. Maybe you did, um, you know, food sorting or food delivery. And maybe some of the things that you've done in the past aren't going to be available this year. Check ahead and see what kind of charitable activities you've done in the past that, what their rules are this year. You may not be able to get involved or may not be able to get your kids involved the way you have in the past. You know, the food drives, the toy drives, I don't know what the, they're gonna look like this year. So be thinking about when it comes to your things to do, some of that stuff that was very heartwarming may have to come in another way. Um, you might not be able to adopt the family the way you used to for the holidays. You know, just be, be on the lookout for meaningful things to do that you're gonna have to get more creative on. And I don't have a lot of answers yet because I haven't seen too much on the rules. Like what are we gonna be allowed to do? How much are we gonna be allowed to share with people in need? And I don't know that they're, they've come out with that yet. I'm recording this in mid-September, so I, I haven't seen much in that, but you can expect that it's gonna be different. You know, Just because you're a, a person who's in need doesn't mean you wanna be a person at risk. So you're, you're really gonna to have to work on how you can do some of those things that you've done that were charitable. You might have to come up with a whole new way of doing it. And so maybe you need to look at some of these projects, like maybe you spend more time knitting blankets, or knitting socks, hats, gloves, Maybe you have to do something a little bit different so that you can give back in a different way that's safer for the recipients of, um, of your project. So definitely gonna have to come up with more activities. And then we talked about the holiday bucket list. This, um, I think it's just a fun way to give your activities a frame because when you kind of list all these activities, it can get overwhelming. If you say I have a bucket list and we're gonna do one thing, so um, on here there's spots for seven bucket list ideas. So that could be seven different weeks worth of activities. And your bucket list can be, gingerbread houses one day, um, baking cookies another day. Could be wrapping all your presents, having a wrapping party. And so you're wrapping on FaceTime while your sister's wrapping at her house and you're talking about some of the fun gifts and the great deals and the just swapping holiday stories. That could be. You could have a holiday movie night where everybody's doing popcorn and getting together and that's one of your bucket list items is to watch Elf or something, you know, some traditional movie and really have fun. And maybe you're watching Elf. You know, I have a friend who's dating right now and so they, watch the same movie from their houses so they're in different locations but they're watching the same movie so if something's on broadcast tv or if on netflix and you just hit start at the same time you can both watch a movie together but apart so really be creative there is plenty that you can do and it doesn't have to be overwhelming these are simple things you know holiday movie night great make popcorn and string popcorn on the tree maybe you've always you know seen that in the movies and like well let's try it or maybe you can have a hot chocolate contest tasting night where everybody's making their own version of the best hot chocolate and you're taking sips of that really be creative you can come up with a lot of fun things to do that count as one of your say seven activities your bucket list activities so it's all up to you. You gotta be creative, sit down and have the adult beverage if you want and come up with a whole bunch of creative ideas. And I, I love this bucket list because it gives you a chance to put them all down. If I had seven activities, that covers seven weeks. That's my entire holiday season. It doesn't have to be any harder than that. So be creative and you can pull this off very easily. Um, also your to-do list. I have a section in the planner, but you're gonna have your general to-dos. It's gonna be a lot of shopping to-dos, um, decorating to-dos, getting ready for these seven events. If you take that event, so let's take the movie night. Really simple, you need to pick a movie, right? You need to buy your supplies for whatever snacks you're gonna have during the movie. 
and you need to communicate and have fun. You can have, you can send some really creative um, text messages, send a, a funny email, do a funny video, send it to your friends, inviting them, hey, we're all gonna have this shared movie night or we're gonna have a girl's night, um, a girl's happy hour and we're all gonna be remote and I want you all to wear your fun Christmas hats or something or we're all gonna decorate the tree together. We're gonna pick this night, everybody's gonna decorate the tree together and we're all gonna have a tree lighting ceremony in our own houses and share that on a video. I mean, how cool is that? There, there are so many things you can do. As you can see, I, I love Christmas. Ideas just keep popping out of my head. Um, but put those on the bucket list, put them on your to-do list. If you get out there and communicate before everybody else, you get to be in control, you get to do what you wanna do, and everybody else will work around you. Like, oh, that's the night so-and-so is doing the tree lighting. So we're gonna decorate our tree on that night. Now everybody has a plan and you've really helped them. You've been, kind of been the holiday champion. You've got them going like, oh, wow, I'm gonna do that. And then you can share, here's some of the other things I'm doing. Share that with your brothers and sisters who have families and they can maybe jump on board and they can do similar events for their family. So the thinking you do will benefit everybody. So then the next section we're talking about is holiday fun. Um, so things that you can do to really make this, you know, this is for the extra bonus points, right? So you've got your fun activities plan, but what about a holiday playlist? Wouldn't that be cool? Just put together a playlist. If you put it on Spotify, you can share it with other people in your family, your friends, have them make playlists with you and share them with you. Why not? I mean, it's such an easy, simple thing to do. A holiday playlist, not gonna cost you anything. It's low budget, right? And you just put together your favorite songs. If you have CDs, um, a little bit harder, but it's easier to do electronically and put together and have everybody submit songs to you. Say, hey, I'm putting together my holiday playlist. What are some of your favorite songs? Give me your top three favorite holiday songs and create a playlist and the whole family can share it. Again, a fun way if you're, you're um, parents or the, you know, the grandparents in the family are a little bit tech savvy, you can share the playlist with them. But that's just a fun, another thing you can involve people in who are not there. So you can maybe have family, uh, you know, several states away and you share a playlist. I mean, that's a fun way to connect people over long distances. So simple, so easy, doesn't cost you a thing, but it ramps up that holiday season. Then the holiday movie list, gotta have it, right? Holidays are just a time to snuggle up with your hot chocolate under your blanket and watch some TV. So if you're into Hallmark movies, God bless you. The, the plot hasn't changed in 20 years, right? <laughs> but if you love the, the Hallmark movies, pick a few, set up a night to watch them, pick up your traditions. You know, I have to say my daughter, she doesn't like Rudolph. Can't believe that. Can you believe that? Doesn't want to watch it ever. Quality classic. Can't get her to watch it. So maybe you can introduce your kids to some of your favorite movies or maybe it's time for you to be introduced to some of their favorite holiday movies give and take whatever have some fun with that but create your holiday list that's another thing that you can do that maybe you pick two or three movie nights if you couldn't come up with a whole bunch of bucket list items maybe you have two or three movie nights in there easy um, another thing that I've put in here and again you can do this on your own is a letter to Santa everybody should write a letter to Santa if if you celebrate Christmas it's just a fun whimsical thing and what a cool thing to send to the grandparents right and people who aren't in the area if your child writes a letter to Santa make a copy of it and send it off to some of your family members how fun and how cute that is again doesn't cost you a thing the stamp big deal or you can email it to them you don't even have to put it in the mail but do the holiday letter that's something that my husband always wanted us to do and I would groan and roll my eyes I'd be like I don't want to write a holiday letter to Santa 
But you know what, it's such a cool keepsake to go back to that I'm always happy that he saved all the kids' notes and then he wrote a note to them. This was Santa's note to the kids. And so he'd put that down um, all the time with the, um, with the presents and it's just, it's a fun thing to do. So again, holiday fun does not have to be hard. And if you're thinking, oh, all the pressure's on me because I have to come up with all the events, you can have a letter to Santa day. Get all the kids together, have everybody, you know, crayons, markers, whatever, get them writing their letter to Santa, mail it off. You know, what a cool thing that you can do that's just so simple and everybody should be doing that. Um, and then we wrap up with the holiday journal, which is your reflections. As you're going through this holiday season that's so different, it's an opportunity really for you to reinvent how you celebrate the holidays. Capture this. Don't feel sad for traditions that have gone away. Feel excited for the new traditions you're going to create, for the new creativity that you kind of had to push yourself to. But the ideas are there. I mean, I hope you got a ton of ideas just from watching this video. But journal, take photographs, really capture and memorialize some of these fun things that you've gotten to do. And maybe they will be new traditions. You know, if you found a lot of budget-friendly ways, instead of spending a ton of money and going out and doing these events out in the, the world, you're bringing the events home, you're saving a ton of money, and the events that you're sharing with a lot of other people in a lot of unique ways, everybody's a winner in this. So you really, it comes down to you taking that time before the holiday season starts and doing some planning. It's gonna benefit you, it's gonna benefit the people you share it with. Share your ideas with other people, share them with me. You know, go to, go to um, my email address is right in. All of my planners have the, my email address. Uh, if you click on the home, it's not clicking. If you click on the home page, my email address is right there, right on the home page of all of my planners. So email me with your ideas. I'd love to hear them. Um, if you're going to try something, and you have a question, email me. I, you know, I'd love to help you work through it. As you can see, I, I've been a planner for 28 years, so I've done a lot of planning. I've gone to a lot of events, um, but that's just my thing. I can I can come up with ideas all day long, and they might be crazy, but people have a good time with them. Um, you know, my daughter has a birthday party birthday in December and I have done some of the craziest parties because I had the holiday season to work with. And you know, we've decorated all kinds of things. We've decorated, everybody got their own cake, everybody got their own gingerbread house. You know, we've done all kinds of fun things. So you can come up with these ideas. Um, we actually did a scavenger hunt in a store one time where I gave them a bunch of Christmas things that they had to look for. And I set these kids down in Target. It'd be a little bit tougher now with the, with the things going on, but you could still get in there. And they were like, they had to find a stocking. They had to find, um, you know, I just came up with a bunch of, you know, different pieces of candy or a different, you know, find an elf, find, and I came up with all these different Christmas motifs, find a snowball. And they, we walked them around the store and they, they're doing a scavenger hunt in the store. And in the end, they all got to pick um, a candy that they wanted. And I had gotten these um, inexpensive stockings and everybody got to put the candy in their stocking. And that was kind of the giveaway gift. And then we went home and we all watched a movie. So they had their movie candy and we watched, uh, God, I don't even remember what movie we watched, but everybody just camped out in their sleeping bags and watched a movie. These are things that you can do that are so inexpensive and so much fun. And everybody remembers my daughter's birthday parties. <laughs> you know, even her friends now, she's a teenager. Uh, she's 17 and her kid, the kids will still bring up, oh, remember that party you had? And you know, it was years ago, um, but they stand out. So these events that you make, the little bit of creativity you put into them, people are going to remember them. And this, this Christmas season doesn't have to be the one of, oh, remember the Christmas when we were quarantined? Can we remember that cool Christmas where we got to do all these really different things and they don't have to be expensive. They can be so simple. Just take a little creativity. And that's why I encourage you now, 
think ahead, take the time to plan it now before things get crazy. You're not behind the eight ball, get your planning done. Use your planner, use my planner, use anybody's planner, I don't care. I just want you to do the planning now while you have the sanity and then you can really, really have a cool Christmas. So in the next video, we are going to be talking about the Christmas countdown ideas because again, I'm a planner, I do it. Um, so I'm gonna give you a bunch of different ideas of how to do a Christmas countdown from December 1st to Christmas day. So that'll be in the next video. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to my newsletter, my email. Um, if you go to lifeeditanddesign.com, you can sign up. You will get to hear about what uh, videos are coming out, all the tips I have, plus you're gonna get to hear about the little sale I have coming up. It's gonna be an awesome sale. Hopefully it isn't out by the time you see this video. But if you're on the newsletter, you will get a special bonus that other people aren't going to get. And this is my big sale for the year. So that's my Etsy shop. But I hope that you enjoyed this video. Again, sign up, subscribe to the newsletter so we can stay in touch and you can find out when I'm putting out all these great tips because they make your life easier. So loved talking to you. I can't wait to chat next time. Have an awesome day.